So today's podcast is a little bit of an exclusive really and a little bit more about breaking news and future plans at a taxi trade and for Wizan. We got to speak to Per Reinesen with Paul Byron. So for full disclosure, Paul is a shareholder in this new venture of building a rather large and unique fleet vehicle charging hub. I visited the site and had a tour and it's huge. Uh, it plans to have 40 high powered charging points as well as an abundance of other on-site facilities to service the taxi trade, including a Wizan Knowledge Hub, which I'll make into a state-of-the-art study facility for knowledge students. So let's hear what Pear has to say. But before we start, please uh, like, subscribe, notify, and put your comments down below if you have any questions or feedback about the video. What are we up to today? So uh, we've got Pear Renegarson here yep. from Zev Hub, Z-E-V or Z-E-V. ZEV. Hub, um, which is probably going to be my favourite one out of all the ones we've done because I've been heavily involved in this yeah. project uh, for about three years now. Um, so we've got 5,000 LEVC taxis on the road. Yeah. And we've been struggling for infrastructure since the day one. Um, and I met these guys about three and a half years ago um, and they were going to get a site uh, in central London. Um, and obviously COVID came along and, you know, we all sort of pit, we were pitching investors and things like that. And we're now at the stage where we've got a site coming. So it's time to talk about it. Okay. And uh, what's your involvement in that, Per? You're the number one man, I imagine, in the situation. You and Katie, is it? So, um, yeah, so I'm uh, currently acting as the, uh, what we call the chairman. And um, that's uh, for several reasons. Uh, we are in flux so we are building the team and uh, we're also expanding the management team and we are uh, over the next six months adding to that management team so yeah. in the interim if you want and having been involved in the business since uh, well for five years now almost together with the founder Simon Lloyd um, adding members to the team uh, I took over from him uh, a few years ago before lockdown uh, to bring in additional members of the team to cover everything that's needed with the execution um, our team now consists of expertise on the property side, which is critical to find the right sites. I'll yep. come back to some of that. Um, we have the um, financial management side of things, which I'm partly involved in myself and, and I have an FD to cover and having a business partner in uh, my old company, uh, uh, Max, uh, who's also involved on the funding side of things. And then we have um, expertise within the EV charging market, uh, Clive Southwell who has been involved longer than I have together with Simon Lloyd in this and uh, is a very close um, partner of ours, uh, currently uh, working for a software company in the charging industry called Greenflux, one of the leaders in delivering software to the UK charging market. Uh, we have um, additional members of the team yeah. that, are, that are then adding to that expertise, right? So what's the uh, main aim there? What are we building here? What's the... Uh, I think what we've just done is you've told me that kind of the details backwards we if you're listening to this you have no idea what the yeah. issue is so you're here building some kind of dream uh, electrical charging hub for people as an the way i saw it was a, uh, a almost an entertainment system was going on over there a complete complex what's the actual concept that well, you're putting we're, together? we're keeping we keep, we're building uh, an ev charging network that is catering to uh, commercial drivers like the black cab, uh, black cab industry, mm -hmm. uh, other commercial 
traffic um, players that are uh, active in an urban environment like a big city like London. Um, so it is uh, commercial. It's urban. It's not going to be spread out across London. It's going to be one side. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 commercial. It's urban, and it's spread out across London and other big cities. Uh, we don't necessarily uh, expect to be the ones that are on the motorway or in the countryside. We are the ones that are in the city where a lot yeah. of the traffic is, where you can't get around and and you don't want to get get stuck of a, get stuck in a in a narrow road to get to a service station that might ha- might have four to six charge points. Mm-hmm. You want to go to a place where there'll always be a charge point available to you that's working, which has the right level of a speed that you need. Yeah, and then for black cab drivers have the facilities so you can go to the loo, you can have a hot drink and you can have something to eat. So and that applies like, to many commercial drivers. Right? Is it going to be like a giant petrol station but electrical uh, concept? Correct. Uh, but what I glanced at yesterday when we went to visit the site is it seems to be much more than that. It seems to be yeah. uh, probably even a more modern concept than the older idea of a petrol station, which is kind of scaled down in a sense to what you're doing there. This is this is just a, a factor of the property market. You know, no two sites are the same. Ah. Yeah. So some sites will have additional space where you decide then to do additional things yep. so you can actually afford to pay the rent. Yes. Or some sites will just be catering to 20 charge points and a retail solution, and yep. then that's all you do, and therefore you can afford to pay the rent with those services. Yes. So therefore it varies depending on, you know, what site you find. So on that particular site that you've got, um, you're not expecting to pay the rent just from the charging situation. No, no So no. you absolutely need other so aspects. We, we, we will have other tenants on the site with yep. us that will contribute. We will do other things on the site. And, and, you know, once you grow, you can also consider having other services that are catering to the, um, the drivers that are visiting. Mm. Like you could have a gym if you're there for 30 minutes. Um, yes. Some people may decide instead of having something to drink, they want to stretch to a short exercise on the treadmill or you know oh that's you see cab drivers running on a treadmill while they're waiting to charge <laughs> well, no i would i mean i would one, as well one of the concepts certainly would I certainly affect, would yeah, the, yeah. Cha- yeah. the cab needs to be charged you're sitting there usually for an hour uh, eating a sandwich rather than put it on the charge on go phone. in the gym yeah. and you've done i i'm very strict with my wanting to get my steps in every day and yeah. get my exercise in every day and if you've got that hour slot and i think people are becoming much more uh Culturally, we're changing, and certainly health-wise, we're becoming more conscious. I know a lot of cab drivers are not super. When you conscious. when you record your steps during a, a cab shift, it would be less than a hundred steps. So, if you was to do that in one of our hubs, yeah, and actually get on a step running machine or something like that, it would be ten thousand. And you yeah. can do that while you're charging. You know what a good concept. Well, we we could also just have a. A track around the building, people can run outside, right? Well, but, yeah, uh, yeah. No, so, so no, but, <laughs> but on a serious note, um, you know, these are things that we can add. These are not essential. Yeah. Uh, it's about having plenty of charge points in the same place so the people are not faced with the lack of charge points that we currently have in the market. Yes. They're not faced with having to wait because the charge points are congested, yeah. occupied, or not working. Mm-hmm. Right? So all these things, that, that's what's critical. And if you're there, then you probably want to have a hot drink or maybe something yeah. to eat. Um, we can have the knowledge trade we talked yeah. about, right? We can we can we can also you know help uh, Paul and other fleet owners to recruit yeah. drivers. We can we can make it a a space where drivers can meet. Yeah, because just like any other EV driver these days that are going to places where they see something new, 
Yes. In the yeah. black cap trade, I'm sure people can also exchange views on how their new car is going and, and, and then yeah. sit down in the lounge and have a chat and yes. do other things. And the many drivers have a second job these days, right? So yeah. they may also just sit in the lounge and do things on the laptop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what attracted me to the company to, to for me to want to get involved because yeah. they really wanted to attract the black cab and they, they recognised that the black cab was the biggest EV fleet in this yeah. country. <clears throat> Um, and Simon's vision was that he wanted to build knowledge schools in these places yeah. Yeah. to attract people like your private hire driver who, who might want to go a bit further with their career and might yeah. not want to be a robot, might not want to be a slave to an app. Yeah. You might think, oh, I see this up in lights here. You know, and with the vision of having a knowledge school inside yeah. with, with a glass front, seeing people actually doing the, doing the knowledge, yeah. it gives them a little bit of hope. Do you know what I mean? So... I think that it, it, that's the most for me. That's the most exciting part. Well, of you're, this project. you're actually. We spoke a little bit yesterday when we was uh, talking with Steve McNamara about the old days and what we used to have were mm. actually a garage that would be re repair your cab at 24 hours a day. There'd be a little garage open somewhere in King's Cross and uh, one at Acton, <clears throat> and they all had calves inside. Yeah. So that's all gone and disappeared. And yeah. this is now the. The other thing I've realised, obviously, driving your electric cab, mm. is suddenly it occurs to you, I need to charge. Where do I go? And if I go to the one in Bedette Road, there's probably going to be a cab sitting on it. Yeah. And I've not only got to wait for the charge, I've got to wait for him to charge before I can get on it. And it's like, where is it this It the object. Yes, I know I'm going to go object. down to Mandela Way, I'm going to get in the garage and I can sit there. And also, the killing two birds of the other things that I might want to do at that stage. But I'm going to get on a charge point and... Position-wise, wow, you can't get much closer to London with a site like that, to the centre. You can't get much closer and then having that amount of space in one yeah. site at a right rent. So yes. all the things have to add up. Yeah. And then, of course, the other things that you, you we sometimes forget about, and, and you know, that I'm not an engineer, but uh, I've been in renewable energy markets for the past 15 years in my main business. And getting renewable power in is just like getting any power into London. It can only You can only get as much as the grid can deliver. Mm. So if you haven't got enough power connection and grit with power outside the site that you're opening at, well, forget about how much you want to do. So you need to look at the energy system. So, and therefore, you need to look at the traffic that can actually populate the site. So giving enough charges in, getting yeah. enough done. And, and so it is about location, location, yeah. location but in, in a traffic sense, but it's also about power, power, power. And, and the power, yeah. this meets yeah. that uh, criteria for power. You've got the power. Yeah, so, so we would not pick a site that would not have the, the power solution that's required for us to, to grow. And, and um, the, that's part of the work we have been, done, uh, yeah. been doing. Uh, and actually where you know, lockdown and COVID has been tragic and bad for mm -hmm. most people, Yes, uh, and for the tra uh, the traffic in London and for the taxi trade, it's been it's been positive in the sense that we've been able to actually do a proper analysis of where we want to be with this. Yeah, uh, and then launch uh, the right sites instead of launching sites that are not working or mm -hmm. not in the right location just because we're in a rush. Yeah. So uh, I think this is a I I would like to say it's a very considerable solution that is targeting the customers that we want to target. Yeah. And what's the how many vehicles are you going to have be the capacity for in one go? So uh, in, in this case, uh, 40 charging bays, um, and um, for, the, for the cap trade, probably half of them. Um, so there would be 20 charge points in this site that would be available. Um, we would run it so that you would typically have two slots per hour, and it would be open 24-7. Yeah. So um, 
that means, of course, there will be times of the day where there will probably be a bit more interest than others. And we, so we, we, we will probably, like other places, also have some degree of, of, of congestion. But everything else equal, as they say, yep. economists, right? We should be able to have a lot of space. Um, and then once you do that and you're in an area where there might be some, uh, what we call spillover space around you, you yep. were out there, uh, who knows? We might be able to, uh, to target some other sites yeah. where we can do a bit more. It's a bit like going to the airport, dropping your car, and then they go five kilometers away and park, park it. it. Yeah, I mean, why not think about having different types of traffic in where you actually take the car to a, a neighboring site, which might be gravelled instead of looking nice. But yeah. when they come and pick up the car again, it's in the nice spot. Mm. So there are many ways you can work on the solution to have overflow and probably have um, additional capacity that you can use at peak hours, right? Yes, and what about like a, a cleaning service? Uh, that's part of our yep. solution. We and we are still debating how we do it, but yes. um, you know, COVID also taught us that uh, that there is more need for hygiene and uh, and whether yeah. it's the uh, sort of outside inside, uh, you know, karate kit this way yeah, that yeah. way. You wax know, wax uh, there yeah. are many there are many ways we can we can we can assist, but we, we do consider our value service to be relevant to what we're doing. Definitely. Uh, ideally, we want that to be as environmental friendly as possible, which is why we are now sort of, we're not seeing this as the most urgent thing to do. Back mm -hmm. to my point before, it's not about having a flashy, good looking site for everybody. Yeah. We want to make sure that everybody is comfortable going there because they need charging. Yes. Then we make it nice when we can afford it. Yes. But so you're working on a bank. It must be up. in the interest of the trade uh, and the customers mm -hmm. that we are there to service them on a charging site and then the other things come later. Yeah. The one thing we can promise is that we're working with one of Europe's biggest providers of micro shops and vending machines to make sure that we have a good solution for the shop uh, with an, a nice coffee brand, uh, you know, yep. with other things, with Jamie Oliver's five a day, good stuff to eat, right? So, uh, so uh, it's all about healthy lifestyle. Complete concept. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about if I turn up there and I want to just park and use the facilities? That's not going to happen. No. So what about when I've charged my vehicle, um, but I haven't finished my sandwich? <laughs> well, we, we, as I said, we will have uh, two hours, uh, two slots per hour. Right? So, um, so you've got half an hour. If you stay longer... Yeah, then that would be reflected in how you pay, and you would pay. Ah, okay. You would pay via an app system, so <coughs> you 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 will. Uh, we'll have some. We we call it a booking app. It's not exactly a booking yeah. app because that's a bit bit too detailed. But that will be a system where you will be. We will be able to detect how long you've been there. Sure. Can I charge the vehicle completely in thirty minutes or not? Uh, I would say that from uh, a black cap point of view, you can probably get very far in half yeah. an hour. Definitely get to 80%. Yeah, because this one's very slow in, in Bedette Road. It's very slow. Yeah, yeah. The optimum way to, to drive the vehicle, and this is where we might need to try and influence drivers' behaviour, is between 20 and 80%. Mm. You should always run your battery between 20 and 80% because yeah. it's yeah. better for the vehicle and you're on and off the charger quicker. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're sitting there waiting for 100% all the time, you're wasting your own time and you're wasting everyone else's time. And I've been through this so many times with drivers, but, you know, I'm the sort of person who likes to be at 100%. I know I, I get how they feel, yeah. but that's not the way it should, that's not the most efficient way to run the taxi. Yeah. Because really. it takes too long? It, the it last 20% is longer to charge? The last 20% takes the longest amount of time to, to charge. Right. And it's also not good for the battery longevity to okay. go over to 80, over 80%. It's bit, it's, supposed to be left between 20 and 80 so when you get down to 20 you could look for a charger yeah you know that's that's the best way of running the cap 
What is it? I'm beginning to see this, what's happening here, which I didn't fully understand uh, yesterday to a yeah. large degree. But back in the old days, we used to all meet up for dinner. Yeah. Uh, pick a time, eight o'clock, we'd all meet at Holborn and we'd go in the Fry's Delight for fish and chips. <laughs> um, but uh, now filling up with fuel is obviously quick, but this yeah. concept suits that in a sense that now we'll say, listen, we'll all need a charge. We'll all meet up six o'clock. Uh, in Mandela Way, we'll park up the vehicles, charge them, we'll have our lunch together and chat, and then we'll all leave. And you're fitting a, a multiple purpose of the charge that was needed. Uh, it's fast go. moving. I mean, we're a fast moving city. Back in the day, you, I think you had a bit more time. You wanted a bit more time. But now, it's so busy out there. It's you busy, want to pick but you up still have to charge. Can, so if you can got a charge, you, yeah. you're... You're better off killing two birds with one stone exactly. and, and fitting it in with time, somebody else. Half yes. an hour, 40 minutes. That's, that's the longest that drivers really ever want to stop. Me yeah. personally, half an hour is enough for me for, to want to stop. I don't want to go any longer yeah. than no. that. Well, I yeah. don't really want to talk to other cabbies for longer than 30 minutes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't know about others, but, um, yeah, it, it's um, it, it's, a, it's a long enough time, yeah. I believe. And, and you don't necessarily have to charge. You can run it on the range extender. But it's not the most cost-effective way of running the vehicle anyway. No. And at one point, there's going to be a fully electric cab. So we're, this is more for the future as well as now. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. You know. What's the ETA then for, for being operational? Q4 this year. So f- fourth quarter of this year. Fourth quarter is either October or December or somewhere in between. Right. So that, that has to be a little bit of a marketing right now. So. Yeah. And yeah. But Listen, there, it there, might this go is, longer. This is, this, well, yeah, it could. It could. But, but you know, um, uh, we, we, we have some issues around the world at the moment that we know of. Right? Yeah. We, we have issues with supply chains, as we all can read about in the papers. So, I mean, lead times on all critical oh, equipment yeah. means that everybody that's tr- looking to have charges delivered for their businesses in the UK are talking to the same suppliers. Mm. Uh, everybody that's looking at uh, EV charging, at renewable energy, other kinds of energy installations are looking at ordering transformers and other electrical equipment. Um, a lot of that comes from abroad, and not in the UK. Yeah. So, um, so supply chain and lead times are driving. Yeah, uh, sorry, the punt, but um, you know, really driving the delays yeah. uh, for everybody, and and therefore, it really depends on when do we, when do when do we have the slot with the suppliers? Yeah. Um, and uh, and then in in what order do we do things? Yeah. <clears throat> so which supplier are you going with for those charges? I can't say that. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Keep that top but, uh, but but um, I think anybody that drives in in the trade would know that they're different suppliers. Um, yeah. I what I can say is that this is going to be a site with uh, rapid charging. So the charges will be somewhere between 150 to 170 kilowatt hour in terms right. of speed, um, and um, that would certainly cover what the needs are of the of the uh, hyperelectric back cabs. Oh yeah, 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 without a doubt. Well, why are those ones in the street then? No, Fifties, most of them. So we're free, going one free in a bit but, less. But they, but they only charge at a certain speed, so it's not going to charge any faster. Oh, than, than than one of them. But it'd be more. It should be more efficient. That's exactly the point. It'll be yeah. more efficient yeah. because the 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 speed is not only about the charge point. It's also yep. about the the car and the ability to to take that energy ah, yeah. at the same speed as it's being delivered, right? So yeah. therefore, the um, it, it's a it's a two way thing. So. Mm. I just feel like it's exciting because mm. it certainly is exciting because, of, because we've run out of places in London. They've taken them all away. Yeah, you know, um, Great Suffolk Street 
it's still there, but it don't really represent electric taxis at all. Will it will it go Great Suffolk Street? Because that site <sighs> seems to be unusual we, for the position and the, the yeah. square footage there. Yeah, I mean it's overrun. Um, they've not got charges there. There's charges. One or two charges popping up around the green huts. What if they do put charges there? They must have a plan to try to put charges. I don't there. know, Dean. I, I don't have the answer. Uh, well, but one of the answers. Are, one of the answers is that you only have as much po- uh, power in any street as uh, coming through the grid. Yeah. So the grid in London. You know, I'm not sure we 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 like the fact that certainly not in the capture. We don't like every time they've been digging up the grounds in order to put new cables in yeah. for next generation fiber optics or mm. or you know uh, TV cables back in the days. Yes. So there's always been something, right? Yeah. Um, you know. So there's a limit to the amount of power and the speed of power that can run through streets. And I think if you need that power that's that's been built to run through the streets for the buildings, yeah. um, then there's a limit to how much additional power can be used for charging in at street level. Mm. Which is why the only charges you have seen at street level in most cases have been the very slow chargers, which is where the industry is leaving, uh, going into more rapid charging. So you need to work out, and, and grid operators like UKPN and some of our partners um, are themselves faced with the fact that we got to find a solution to have off-street charging because we can't supply on-street charging. And that, it's impossible. So technically, when we see one charger in the street, as we've got here in Vedette Road, just yeah. one charge, uh, that's because technically that's all it can cope with, the, one, the streets? Well, I think I think it's tested. I mean, I, I haven't done the analysis. I don't yeah. know, but in most cases, it's because there's a limit to how much power you can reserve for these right. charges because it's being used elsewhere in the street. So there's a massive technical problem then across London for how to supply the electricity for these vehicles as they it is, grow. It's energy infrastructure. Yeah. So um, you know, look at the the success in growing the electric vehicle conversion. We're seeing it not only in cap trade but also in electric vehicles in general. Yeah. There's a massive uptake. I think the other day it was out that. Only one in twenty in a passionate car segment would consider a diesel car these days. Yes, you know, a year ago that statistics would have been different, right? Yeah. Mm. So given where we are with the cars, you know, we will constantly up, uh, and we've seen that in other industries over the years. The infrastructure is always lacking behind. The yeah. infrastructure and charging is lacking behind because there's not enough charge points, but also because the infrastructure for the charge points, which is the grid, is not built out to cope with it. So a lot of things needs to happen before we really, really go into a green energy supply for mobility. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're on that curve and uh, we like where we are, but we also, we also think that um, by, by catering to the cap trade and so specifically yeah. that we are, we're choosing a customer segment that, um, that through Paul's involvement and, and others' involvement, we know. Uh, so we, we're trying to do it for the, for the people we know as opposed to you know, just yes. doing it for everybody and then not, not knowing what's happening, right? Well, from, from my point of view, when I, Paul first told me about it, I really had no idea what he was talking about. And the concept kind of like, I, I, and I'm, my business mind in terms of energy renewables and the way the, all this stuff works is I'm completely out to lunch. But what you've told me and what I'm understanding today, I think it sounds really pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, it needs support. And I'm hoping that everyone embraces it like they've embraced the cab because the cab trade, like everybody says cab cabbies are... Um, what's the word that Boris used back in the back in the time oh, he was no, mayor? No, Luddites. Yeah, yeah, Everyone Luddites. called us a Luddite. Everyone said that we're worlds behind and we're we're narrow minded. But actually, we've taken this cab and we've embraced it. Now we've got to embrace all the other things that go around it. Yes, and support guys like Per and 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 
you know, the people that have invested in this well, project. Well, I, I, I get stressed Because they need it, to get it back. I, I'm terrified. I, I just looked at the site and I, I'm starting thinking, oh my goodness. I How know are they going to run this? this well, it's, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's enormous. It's expensive. These things are not cheap. These things... Um, so you're thinking to yourself, like, someone's done the numbers. Someone's adding yeah. things up here. And yeah. look, that's it. And then I'm, my little number brain can't do it. I'm thinking this doesn't yeah. add up to me. Well... I think I think what we benefit from, and in many ways we've been lucky because we had uh, people in the team that introduced us to some very capable companies that mm. are a lot bigger, uh, with bigger balance sheets and track records, and allowing us to partner with them to build something out fast. Yeah. So whereas the the identification of a site like the one we now secured and uh, leased and about to open, yeah, where where that's taking long, uh, the bringing the parties together to do that. These parties have done it before in different places for different purposes. They know how to do it. Yeah. So then it's a process management thing. And, and we have a couple of, of key team members that we have added to us over the past six months that allows us to be able to execute and, and partner with these uh, other companies that are our yeah. partners, right? So, so, so there's actually quite a lot of, let's call it uh, bench strength or our team efforts and resources behind the launch. Uh, um, uh, certainly relative to uh, CB Hub, which yeah. in itself is a relatively small company. When when did you first come up with the idea for looking for the particular sites in London for this particular purpose? How long has this been in the Well, that's, that's kind of started, um, you know, uh, four or five years ago. Mm. It was always Simon Lloyd's vision to build, um, you know, sort of large-scale uh, EV service stations. Yep. Uh, and, um, and it was about, you know, fine-tuning the business model, making sure yeah. the business model actually looked like somebody that um, the people with money would invest in and that yeah. uh, people with, uh, with uh, experience and commercial uh, sort of track records would back. Yeah. And then you could say also um, maybe three or four years ago, a lot of people in London were talking about climate change and there was something out there in the universe that we were not really sort of discussing in detail because we didn't understand what it meant. Yeah. When then suddenly somebody starts talking about pollution in Putney High Street and it's affecting our kids walking on the pavement. Mm -hmm. And so then it becomes much more, you know, closer to heart. Yeah. That, yeah we've got to do something about this because it's about these little particles. It's not just mm -hmm. about what's going on, uh, you know, as grave as it is with the North Pole and South Pole. Yeah. Right? You know, it's, it's a lot more things that, that made it relevant. Yeah. That's where we saw the tipping point in converting to electric vehicles, you know, maybe three years ago. Yeah, but COVID, you know, yeah, you know, really, into. really gave it a kick in the back as well, yeah. right? And and then and then now we are where the tipping point has been passed in terms of conversion, um, and then we're in a market where petrol and diesel fuel prices are up there. Oh, yeah. So even if electricity prices are certainly also gone up from a from a from a traffic point of view, it might be more attractive to have an electric vehicle. Yes. Uh, so um, so I think the so I think all the surrounding factors are supporting it. Yeah, and and then uh, it doesn't it doesn't change the point that there was always an idea of creating a replacement for, you know, the uh, service stations of yesterday with the service stations of the future. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm beginning to see. We've lost yeah. so yeah. many petrol stations in London, though, haven't we? Well, yeah, but you if don't you need them. Hopefully. Remember where they all were. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that you've bought a Tesla, haven't you? Yeah, I, 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 do you want me to cut that out? I'll cut that out. People, other cabbies that know me closely and stuff like that, they know that I've been doing this project for a while. They know yeah. about the Tesla as well. They know I'm a big fan of electric cars. Well, I'm, maybe I, I mean you're a little um, bit younger than me, but from an age perspective, I know. Bit. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> but 
Um, I did hear something yesterday about the fact that the people that are buying electric cars are not young people. There not is always. A, there's no. a demographic. No, not always. But no. the, it, people like myself, mm. I now am in the market for a new car yeah. and I'm not going to buy one mm-hmm. because I am not going to, I want an electric car. So yeah. I'm waiting for the right electric car for me now mm-hmm. rather than investing in an old second-hand one or a petrol one or buying a new pet. I'm certainly not going to be, Parting with money to buy a new petrol or diesel car. Well, that's where, where we all are, I think, especially when you live in an urban environment. I mean, for instance, the Tesla's got so many extras on it that all the other car companies are miles behind the, mm-hmm. what you get a standard on a Tesla. Um, BMW are only just catching up now. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've looked at their iX and it's starting to have all the gimmicks on it that the Tesla's got, but it's only that's only just started now. So they're mm-hmm. eight years behind on on on. on the extras yeah. that you get wireless charging in a car. I mean, you know, all this stuff's only starting coming in the other cars now. Yeah. Uh, what so. I wanted to actually also say is that this is the only site of this kind in the world, or there are other projects that have been done over the world that we could use as examples as to what this site will be, or are we, we at the forefront? We at the forefront, but there are other sites that have been built, but it's a vast market. And, um, in, you know, in the UK, we you met Katie. Yes, she was more. Than she capable. was in, she was involved mm. uh, in in a big uh, super charging yep. hub. They called it uh, up in Oxford. Uh, so that's good uh, national knowledge. Um, others are attempting to do similar things around the world. You know, we are seeing some massive plans in Asia. Um, yep. we, I've seen photos of a site in China, which is uh, you know, a very significant charging site. Um, yeah. Um, and probably not something we would try to um, to match anyway. Uh, yes. So I think I think you know you could probably do it bigger. You could probably do and you could certainly do it smaller. Um, we we talk about the replacement of service stations. I mean, I'm not here to talk down what uh, what BP, Shell, MFD are doing because it's great what they're doing because it shows the direction. Yeah. Um, and we need to have more of the smaller hops because there are plenty of cars to charge in the future. Yes. But you also need to have places where the commercial drivers can come in and out without having to queue because the traffic going into a service stations nowadays, petrol, diesel, and charging, yes. and washing your car, and doing uh, supermarket shopping. So all that traffic in, in on roads where there's one lane in each direction, yeah, that that doesn't work if you somebody yeah. that wants to go in and out quickly. Mm. Uh, so you you so that there, there, there's a space for different players where we are in the market. Yeah. Because of this sort of underinvestment lacking behind the growth in EVs, there's plenty of space. So I, I will never talk about you know competition in a, in a negative sense no. because this is the nature of this industry. Yep. Um, the fact is that we are many times complementing each other. There might be a bit of overlap, but that's yep. all good. Yeah. Because the more the more getting converted into thinking this way, the more we get done, hmm. and um, we we're very comfortable with where we are and what we do, and and we won't have uh, many sites that has 40 charge points. Um, we will probably have more sites that will have between 15 and 20. Yep. Um, but we think that that's our segment. We we don't see ourselves having six to eight. Yeah. You know, that, that, that caters to a different market. Um, we we think that uh, with, with Paul and, and colleagues in the cap trade, you know, there's a segment of customers that we want to cater to. And, uh, and there are other similar commercial driver segments that uh, we can cater to. So there'll be 20,000 electric taxis on the road at one stage in the near future. Mm-hmm. And uh, those 20,000 taxis will need to charge once a day. 
Mm-hmm. So there's going to be 20,000, not slots, but yeah, 20,000 slots divided by the time in the day and the amount of use. That Someone must have done the numbers on this and worked out. Funny funny <laughs> thing is, um, you, you <laughs> well, they also need to drive in order to make money, right? So yeah, they, can't, they can't just stand there charting 24-7, no. right? No, but one of the interesting <laughs> things was when we were pitching to investors um, a couple of years ago, um, they were all saying, oh, well, anyone can do this. There's going to be loads of people doing this. So why would we invest in you? And we were like, well, yeah, we want loads of people to do it. That, mm-hmm. that, was, that was my answer. I was like, well, yeah, we need as many people to come out with infrastructure as possible. But what we want to do is cater for trade, uh, for the trade, but also for fleets. But mm. you do have, we're, I mean, we're, we're I'm focused. not a genius, we're anything, focused. but I am realising your niche very quickly now mm. is that fact that um, – for these fleets, yeah. I cannot risk going up to Allgate to see if the Shell station's got a spare space. Yeah. Um, They'll also charge you for parking. They'll charge yes, you for parking. So I for don't that. want that aggravation. And I had it with my little small experience with the cab uh, before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I had that of going to look for the space, finding it's full up, getting a little bit annoyed. Yeah. And I would much rather be the fact of I'm going to go here and it's going to it's going to work for me. It's, and th- this fleet yeah. aspect and catering for this has to be catered for. Yeah. It is a specific purpose that yeah. needs to be catered for. Purpose built. So it's a purpose built charging infrastructure for a purpose built vehicle mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, because keeping London moving is about the taxi trade as far yeah. as we're all concerned. Yes. You know, they, this these guys were very, very What are the drivers doing at the moment? They, they, they must be very sort of well, um, I, I, so a little bit of a morning experience here with the trains having oh. problems. And I came in from Leart and Surrey, coming into London, and then suddenly you have to train uh, to change from car to train, realizing that trains are problems. So okay, go in trying to get on the tube. Then two stops later on the tube, they're telling me there's signal problems. Getting off the tube. This is today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> train having passed passed the river in Potney, and having to reverse back to the previous station of all right. So uh-huh. you know chaos. Walking a few uh, sort of. Uh, yeah, maybe walking less than a mile in uh, in Fulham, realizing that the right place to target an, an electric black cab were the ones that were coming down from Fulham Road towards New Kings Road, mm-hmm. as opposed to the other way, because they were coming from the Shell charging station. And now I'm promoting them, of course. Right? But, that's right. <laughs> but but it's about traffic. It's about yeah. <laughs> really just observing what's going on here, right? Yeah. So a lot of I saw a lot of uh, you know LEVC cabs going up towards their station. So, no, don't hail them because, you know, they, they have something to do first, right? Yeah. But get the other ones. They have a fresh tank and I yeah, have to yeah. go from yes. there to here, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it's it's that that was just an interesting observation of, yeah, that's working. I can see them going there. They yeah. need to go there. Uh, that's not that many charge points there. How many is there in the show? I think they have eight. Okay, so it's, yeah. it's but you're more it's likely yeah. to go As there. As I said before, it's great. Yeah, got more. We need yeah, more of them, right? It is. Yes. I mean, I don't know what the prices of of the shell quite. I mean, I don't know what we're going to be pitching at because I don't know when we're going to be uh, open. So it's hard to say right now what we're going to be priced at. I think in this audience we're going to be competitive. That's why we I'm are. Thinking. You have to be competitive. So we you're going to be yeah. hopefully giving us some reason to go there rather than yeah. and, and save yeah. on. I will make money. sure we're yeah. competitive, and I will make sure that the cab trade gets a good deal here, and make sure that it's capable and it's <gasps> it's it's. Yeah. it's you know, catering for what we really need because yes. we we've we've really missed out on somewhere to be. Yeah. You know, and that's what I've been. You know, that's yeah. sort of a dream for me. And but when I met these guys, I realised that dream. You know, I noticed you got this twenty four hour uh, a day, seven days a week. It's going to be twenty four hour security sitting on yeah. that desk every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cameras and, and everything. It's yeah. going to be some sort of electronic entrance, yeah. or it's going to be just free to drive in. That's going to be some sort of electronic detection. Yeah. 
pitched on a really good point there, Dean, actually, because one of my drivers was um, plugged into a charge point in Gantz Hill. Yeah. Um, and he got surround- his cab got surrounded and he didn't know what to do. Surrounded by what? Sorry. Some guys. Oh, okay. I, I, I can go into more detail. Not Red Indians and uh, no, Cowboys. No, <laughs> no but um, he, was, he, he, he thought he was going to get robbed, but they were just sort of messing about. But he, it, he thought to himself, what would I do? You know, if they were going to rob me, I can't unplug. I can't, if I get out and try and unplug, they're going to attack me. Mm. I'm plugged in. I've got nowhere to go. Yep. So from our point of view as well, security is a massive thing, you know? Absolutely. Mm. It's a massive mm. thing. Oh, it's going to be point, mad. Yeah. I mean, these are all the, f- the future ideas of the criminal, basically. Yeah. Wait for the cabbie to plug in on that little plug, plug over in Bocoma yeah, Lane. Oh, and, and, all right, uh, we don't carry so much cash now, but cash is cash. If you want cash, you can, you can easily target someone yeah. who's on the charge. Because he was, he was two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because he, he charged on his way home. I said to him, "Don't charge on your way home on a night shift anymore. Just do it in the morning." You know, but at least with but the, this ob- now, the opportunity we have, we have nowadays, not not just us, but you know, you have the uh, opportunity, of course, to pay by card, contactless, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then also app, and and you can also subscribe. So we just you know don't you know, pay anything. So you don't necessarily in. have to come up with a card or anything, yeah. right? Just uh, tick but, over. but 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 that's on top of the fact that we think these sites needs to be manned for many reasons. Twenty four seven. You know, going forward, we're looking at what Amazon are doing with their shops, right? We're doing yes. our suppliers are also having a, sort of a, a contactless uh, or let's call it an app based uh, payment environment. So, yeah. you know, I would think that the next site we open or the next one after that, so we into, into the new it. year, you will walk into the um, the shop. And it would all be detected based on your app. So yes. you'll walk in and out without having to come up with any payment means. Right? You're only able to walk in because you'll feel really get access to the shop yes. through that as well. And right? that's it. Yeah. So they know you're in yeah. there and then everything you pick up and yeah. walk out with yeah. is paid for. Yeah. I mean, that concept I love. Yeah. Um, it's really exciting because it feels like you're kleptomaniacs. You go in, you take what you like and you feel like you've stolen it, but actually yeah. you've had to, <laughs> <laughs> to pay. Yeah. No, but it makes it psychologically. Yeah. But it's dangerous because when we don't realise we're paying, we're paying. We pay more. Yeah. We tend yeah. to pick up a packet of biscuits extra yeah, than yeah. you it's ever like thought you would It's like handing the wife your card. Yeah. It's the same yes. thing. You yeah, know? which I'm trying to get back. Yeah, 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 same. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, but there's also going to be um, an opportunity there for drivers to buy things for their cab because at the moment they're kind of, uh, LEVC are charging quite a lot for the, consumable parts like wiper blades yeah car mats and, and there are no copies we'll, you can get of those the well we call it pattern parts shall we pattern parts yeah i mean i just mean you know like you know like we're not fake copies but a copy yeah 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 pattern, yeah. Part, pattern yeah. parts we can sell there you know they can come there and 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 you know basically get bits that they need yeah you know because all the all the places that were around they're all gone as well you yeah. know uh, there used to be a really good taxi trim at blackheath used to be really good you could used to be able to get all your car mats and carpets yeah. from there that's gone you know so do you, this know, could who, be, you know who ran that a uh, guy called james really nice guy actually okay. had some you know he'd done some good refurbs inside inside of some i know cabs. my friend sabit top was um he was doing something from turkey to here with pan parts yeah um and oil i think he's stepped into yeah so we can we can do all that kind of stuff yeah um in there it'd be a really good opportunity yeah. you know because well we we, we we back to what we talked about at the beginning about other things you can do on a site yeah. like that. Mm. Um, uh, Loads of a, a, an EV hop. There's, we can also, you can also on your app, uh, if you want to have a delivery food, you can just, uh-huh. you know, book that and then it will come yep. hopefully at the time you booked your slot to charge and then it'll be there. Or we have a, yeah. or we have a breakfast uh, solution, you know, uh, sort of an all English. Yep. 
in the morning, right? Uh, sort of a fry up, or we have a dinner solution later. You know, the pop up shops. Yeah, we Brilliant. see them coming everywhere in London nowadays, yeah. right? The little trolley or the little van yeah. doing stuff. You know, there's space. You've been there. You see, so yes. it'll be easy uh, to put massive, a little yeah. bus in there that do something like that. Yeah, yeah, we can have pop ups. Yeah. There's, you know, you saw there's an exhibition <clears throat> space there. Well, Steve mentioned yesterday yeah. that he doesn't foresee taxi drivers. Desiring an avocado sandwich, um, and <laughs> he said, "Give the people what they want." So well, no, we'll I, give the people what they want. I don't if they know, want to fry up. We'll give them a fry. I don't up. know if I'm more forward thinking than Steve or not, but my yeah. I think we're all consciously become more health aware I of think the fact have. that we can't keep eating uh, an English breakfast every day and sitting down on our cab seat for a no. nine hour shift and not walking and well i think i think you also what part of the opportunity you have in the cab trade is that um you know i think you had a show here in the past that paul uh, you, know, you shared with me um about mm. attracting more female drivers yes. uh and i'm not suggesting necessarily that's going to change the menu or that different dietary requirements but but you know certainly certainly drivers that will come into uh, the, the industry based on electric vehicle yeah. as opposed to fossil mm. fuels that prefer to be in that market. And we also in the economy where more people need to do more work in order to make money and be able to afford a living. Yeah. So there could also be more people come into the trade for that reason. Mm. And the trade needs more uh, drivers, right? So Absolutely. Uh, there are many angles on this where you want to cater to new drivers as opposed to the existing trade. Well, like yeah. I said earlier, see them seeing people seeing a hub where people are learning map you know in a skillful way it's because it's a skilled trade you're talking about the knowledge school in the, in the, the knowledge school, area. it's a skilled trade that's that's one of the oldest trades around surviving and then flourishing in somewhere like that which we yeah. are at the moment which we tried to we yeah. touched on yesterday with steve yeah. the we are having a, a little bit of a resurgence uh yeah i was going to say renaissance of the renaissance resurgence yeah yeah same same deal and but people see <laughs> people seeing that it's going to be nothing but good because you know it, it's something that people can aspire to. Like I, I honestly didn't know how this conversation was going to go, but it was, I have to confess, Per, I'm really quite excited. The, the, the stuff you're saying, I think, whoa. And, yeah. and yesterday I was like overwhelmed by just the hugeness of the site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, again, my little concept of I don't know how these things work, but then listening to you tell that this it, it's a massive adventure and it really is like um, yeah. I can see its purpose now and understand its purpose, which... I had no idea. But for you, foresight. Dean, it's great as well because you can. You need to. We need to bridge that gap of where where we were before as a trade. You know, we yes. lost five thousand odd drivers. Yes, but you've, this you, is a good way of trying to return to that. Where you're you foreseeing were. the fact I'm that we are a future yeah. fully electric fleet yeah. anyway, which yeah. um, changes things. Because for me, I, London and every other major city is going to have to try to reduce its traffic. Yeah. Um, so I imagine all major cities, certainly centres of cities, and um, maybe Amsterdam's already doing things like this, but mm. the centre of the city is going to not allow anybody in there with a regular vehicle because no. there's no purpose to it. And uh, we are the transport system, so you are going to have the electric taxi, an electric car. I mean, I don't even know they, they would let an ordinary electric car in in the future just on the basis of the congestion that it may cause, and we can flow quicker. The whole thing has well, got we're, to move we're, towards silence. Like Steve well. was saying before, we are one of the only ones that are, uh, are exempt from all these charges. Um, so I think at the end of next year, yep. even then, my Tesla won't be allowed. It will, 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 you know, I still have yeah. to pay the C charge. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a tax so off you for you're the, absolutely right. There, yeah. You know, I, I would 
take it in town, I'll take my cab in the town. You know? Yeah, I know. Well, that, that's <laughs> our point, put. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a wonderful put. But you had yeah, to do the you, knowledge you, to get you, that you, put. You, you yeah, it took me a while for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be quoted for saying that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we'll start taxing you, right? So, but I think, I think you know, we are, we're talking about these sort of demographics where, you know, next generation, you know, some of them don't even want a driving license, right? Yes. Because why do they need that if they don't need to drive a car? Yeah. So, you know, I think I'm very convinced that big cities are going, continuing the drive towards um, means of transport that works depending on what the, the environment allows. Yes. Right? And and that means that it will be shared uh, vehicles, it will be fleets, it will be taxis. Um, and at the same time, uh, big cities have big economies, they need to make taxes. So once everybody's getting used to one thing, they will tax what they exempted in the yeah before right and <laughs> that will continue to happen and all the other big cities are behind london when it comes to the clean air strategy i mean are they yeah yeah i mean all the big cities i've been in somewhere like oslo years. and um stockholm they are not up there i've not been to them once copenhagen no well. i think some of the cities are ahead in some ways and then behind in other ways right. because when it comes to congestion charge you know London's done it better than any yeah, in my oh, and in cleaning my up with, right? with the, the taxis. The but taxis in terms of putting one. in terms of putting trams, electric trams into cities, you know, go to Paris, see what they've done there, right? You know, we haven't been able to do the same. You put electric uh, trams into Paris. The electric trams driving what? around Paris now. I right? haven't yeah. been in Paris. For I didn't know that, but but their taxis are not electric. No, 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 no. So, so that's what I'm saying. They're behind yeah. on some fronts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other yeah, 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 big cities, you know, Oslo, you know, is part of, you know, Norway is seen as being the country in the world with the highest penetration of EVs per capita, right? So, um, you know, they're very advanced there. Yeah. Uh, my my home country, Denmark, you know, I've been over here half my life now. So, yeah. so it can be, wait, what is that? But, um, but take Copenhagen, you know, 30% of their energy supply comes from uh, renewable energy uh, or oh. uh, waste to energy, not just renewable, but local yeah. renewable energy, right? Um, so that's also affecting how they use uh, the energy and and in the traffic system, um, they've been you know riding bicycles over there yes. since before we they are going on a bicycle in London, right? So so different big cities have have different cultures and yeah. different uh, you know legacies that are coming in driving it. Um, but societies with high taxes have probably had a harder time to introduce a tax on, on traffic, right? Which is mm. why uh, you know UK probably relatively speaking had a better chance of putting a tax in because. You know, other taxes have yeah. been lower than yes. continental European yes, taxes. Yes, I know, and Denmark yeah. taxes are horrendously high. Yeah. 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 But there's a benefit to those high taxes if everybody's paying them, and uh, the standard of living in Denmark is fantastic for that. Yeah, And certainly the healthcare situation, you know, I love our healthcare system compared to the American healthcare system, but yeah. uh, it certainly can be a lot better. Mm. Yeah. Um, right, so you, but but uh, at the end of it, it's about the mentality Mm-hmm. And we talked about that shift in mentality here uh, that's driving the chains. So it's not just about introducing uh, taxes and regulation. It's yep. also about more people doing it because it's the right thing to do. Yes. And Without uh, necessarily feeling you're a tree hogger, you're just doing it because it is <laughs> the right thing to do for yourself, yep. for the next generation and the ones after that, right? Yeah, when, and the generation now, as I know, and I don't know if you've got children, per, but my children are coming home from school and telling me off yep. for the things that I'm doing that are not environmentally yep. friendly. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm quite up there, but... Um, you like avocado, don't you? I love avocado, but what I don't like being told is, Daddy, you left the bathroom light on, yeah. and you need to go back and turn it off because you're being very wasteful. And yeah, you're yeah. Like, well, okay, I might be very... Wa- I do pay the bills, you know, in this house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll turn it off for you. Uh, so, yeah, per Reinerson, thank you. T- uh, Tuzentag, 
for coming yeah. here today and, and speaking to us and, and telling us about this uh, really quite exciting project. Does the station have a name? Um, only that uh, the company's name is CV Hub. ZEV. 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 CV Hub. CV Hub. So we're going to go with the American pronunciation of the Z. Yeah. Yeah. Disgraceful. <laughs> ZEV. Well, okay. Well, I think the Americans have made the most EVs, so they get that. Have they? Maybe. Yeah, I think Tesla, it doesn't yeah. matter. My children are starting to say uh, but Z. That's, but yeah, I would think that we would have a way of saying it consistently across uh, across everybody. Look, yeah. it, it's ZEV is zero emission vehicles, right? So, zero emission vehicles. So, so oh, zero it's, emission vehicles. It's a hub vehicles. for zero emission vehicles. Yeah. Zero emission yeah. vehicles. ZEV. Zev. Zev hub. Brilliant. Thank yeah. you, Pierre, for coming along, yeah. and uh, I hope every success and uh, as much as possible, we will be promoting your particular venture. Brilliant. Great. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for thanks, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Great. Thank you.